got a little crazy, you got a little hazy And the cops said there's something wrong here Oh, here kitty, kitty oh, Mama's got some treats for you Oh, here kitty, kitty You can't find this well, taste in the zoo Welcome Another special edition of the Point Forward as we delve into the uh, hit Netflix series Tiger King. Today we're going to be focusing on episode 3, The Secret, which dives into the alleged, or not alleged, the, the disappearance of Carol Baskin's uh, husband Don Lewis and her alleged involvement in said disappearance and... Of course, we couldn't do this without our lead point forward PI, uh, Mr. Ultra Jacobs here. How's it going, Ultra? I'm very good, PJ, or I should say very good considering <clears throat> that we are still in quarantine. <laughs> um, I was just thinking that we didn't really talk about what we would do if we got through like half of these recap episodes of Tiger King and then all of a sudden NBA by some miraculous turn of events was back <laughs> and before we got through the handful of episodes covering all of these which i also saw something on twitter that there might be another tiger king episode being released on netflix mm. i don't know if that is true or i haven't seen netflix actually confirming that that was happening i just saw jeff Lowe, who we haven't talked about yet but we will be talking about um mention that uh but anyway, that yes. hasn't happened, so here we are. Yeah, you did You some of that Tiger King news, which we'll stay up to date on. There might be a bonus episode we're getting out of this series. Um, but no, man, I don't think we're going to... Uh, I think the issue we're going to have is what we fill the time until... Because I don't think NBA is coming back, if it does at all, until July, August. Probably August, if, if it does. Yeah, um, and maybe you and I will do some mini-pods here and there of what's being speculated on but for the time being tiger king is the focus tiger king is the focus and that's um what, that's what we're here to talk about today so if you don't want to talk tiger king or you haven't watched episode three and don't want any spoilers um suggest you turn turn it off right now if you've stumbled onto this episode expecting us to break down the uh shacks quarantine videos or anything else um it won't be on this episode um, and I think, of course, we have to start with this. So, and I just have to say a note on this episode. So, this was the turning point personally for me, and a civic moment that we will get to in this episode, which turned me from being very speculative of this series to being all in on this series. Um, but you know, begin the recap, Ultra. Um, we begin with a love story as old as time, Ultra, a 42-year-old man falling for a 20-something-year-old on the mean streets of, uh, I forget where do Carol and, and Don actually, where their story begins, but it begins on the side of a road with a, uh, a gun in the driver's compartment. In Florida, for sure. In Florida, of course. I mean, <laughs> as, as any of the love story of in Florida would be like, it would begin on the side of the road in Florida. Um, and we, uh, we kind of learn a little bit more about Carol Baskins in this episode. Um, so PJ, I gotta stop you really quick. Yeah. Gotta make, gotta make this, this, uh, I, I have to point out it is Baskin, not Baskins. 
Oh, I've been, I've been making it plural. I've been doing the Alshon Jeffries uh, instead of Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> yes, I just I figured <clears throat> I would tell you early on here. Oh. Yeah, correct <laughs> me on air. Yeah, hey, that's that's hey. my. I, sh- I meant to bring this up before we started. In my well, defense. take a drink every time I say Carol Baskin name wrong. There you go. Keep going. So. Um, we find out, and I want to put this out because beyond this, there's, there's, um, and something I think is a, a kind of a theme of this entire series and like one kind of subplot of like these people being absolutely out of this world crazy is like, from what we can discern from at least Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin is that they both do come from very traumatic childhoods and like have each had their own traumatic events occur um you know carol mentions that she was um raped at like knife point by people that lived across the street from her by neighbors and that her parents of like christian faith basically believe that the tale is all this time if a woman (laughs) is a victim of rape that she's um basically was asking for it um so that is just some like horrifying tidbits to get in and i think i think are important to point out um in any which way just because i think it's it kind of speaks to even when you look at joe exotics um backstory and and really i mean with her relationships too i mean she even delves into at the time of her and Don meeting during this is that she's in an abusive relationship with uh, her first husband, who is the father of her one daughter. Um, and like, so basically, and meets Don at this this point of being on the side of the road, having just gotten in a fight and escaping her house uh, from her husband and trying to contemplate like what she's going to do um to try to get out of this terrible relationship and in 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 somewhat of a stroke of luck finds don lewis who is a man 22 years older than her 42 and is a self-made uh millionaire and um kind of his courtship of carol is that he found her on the side of the road and, and circled around and continuously asked her to uh if she need a ride, he needs someone to talk to. And I think t- my personal theory, I think Don Lewis thought Carol was a, a hooker. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, as we'll find out later, we'll get into the, some of Don Lewis's so backstory. You, you think that he, that you think he thought she was a hooker the first time. Yeah. Right. Not you. I mean, there's no way that by round two or round three, because of caring, according to Carol, took three yeah. circle rounds to eventually get to the and a gun to get to the point that she would get in the car with him right i think after a few times he realized when she was denying his request uh oh this isn't but hey she is cute um and which hey now, I, I know the now florida is probably, now is probably a good part to bring up because it is a theme throughout all of this don is a coxman oh don is uh don I wish there was a way. There's a, if you ever seen the movie Showgirls, 1996 classic. There's a line in that movie where one of the characters goes, "I've got a problem with pussy." Um, I think it's appropriate for this show dealing with big cats, but Don Don's got a problem with pussy. 
He always has, always will. <laughs> yep. There's no, absolutely no doubt about it. He's got a, yeah. Because um, Don's also married with a wife, two daughters. Um, and yeah, his way of courting Carol was to have her get in her car. Definitely not something in 2020 that would fly. Um, except maybe in Florida, still. And does so by reassuring her that she could hold the gun he had in his car to feel safe. So she rode in the car with him. With the gun pointed at him, and they later did spend the night that night together, as Carol admits. Yeah, she sneaks that in, and I, I feel Very like we did not, <laughs> feel like that did not, there should have been some follow-up questions. Well, um, another follow-up in there, just like, this is, and we're not really going in order of the episode, but just kind of chronologically throughout some of just like, probably more so the timeline of things, um. She mentions that she met, meets him when he's, he's 20. They She did not leave her husband until she was 24. Um, now, the Don side of it is unclear, but essentially, like, he was in a happy marriage. His wife, in the episode, his, his ex-wife says that when she told her that he was going to be leaving her for Carol, um, that she said that she would love him until the day she died. Um, and just walked away from it for the younger, uh, for a younger woman. Um, her daughters even say like initially they really liked Carol, um, and kind of through their courtship ultra, they begin, um, and then, I mean, through the early parts of the relationship, one of the things that they, um, mentioned though, is like Don was very good with his money, you know, self-made had an eye for making money. One of the things they do, though, is they begin buying um, bobcats and lynx from all of these areas and kind of through purchasing all of these animals, like create a, a lynx and bobcat sanctuary in some ways, of how Carol phrases it. Um, but they're breeding them and selling them. You know, there's, there's kind of differing takes there, but a lot of that's, you know, more pinpointed on Don as the one that saw the business end of this, but Carol was willingly participating in this and it was all funded through Don. So I want to go back for a second. You, so you made the point that Don was a guy that his reputation was that anything that he kind of got involved with, he was really yeah. good at turning into a, a profitable enterprise for him. And that was one thing that upon rewatching the episode, sketchy. well, a seems sketchy. B we get no insight <laughs> into what the fuck he is making money off of. I mean, we yeah. have no idea. Like, I don't think that a single comment around how he started making money. The only thing that I guess the only example they did bring up is that eventually, when they started buying cats and breeding tigers and lions and stuff, that then he started running that like a business. So he definitely made money off of breeding. But how he accumulated wealth prior to that, no idea. We just know he's making money off stuff, and he's burying gold in random places, and he doesn't trump, doesn't trust banks or the law. <laughs> That's Don, and he's a coxman. So I will say, like I did look into this part. Um, so it's reported that Don made most of his money. Um, through a used car business and real estate 
was like kind of the two things that they pinpointed. Um, and there's criticism of like, and but really though, I mean, the thing is, no one really knows how much the guy was worth. Um, you know, there's kind of estimates of like up to twenty million, and some are like, oh, it's like five, maybe seven million. Which in ter- terms of like, this is in the eighties, nineties, um, when this is occurring. So I mean, that's a is a sign. I mean, it is in any regard, but like back then, I mean, he was definitely had a lot of of money that he had amassed through this but yeah you're right it just kind of glazes over like just like well you know don lewis there was don lewis before money and then don lewis had lots of money yep and it really does i mean like throughout like really pinpoint to a, a once again a tales all this time of the younger um kind of like that gold digging tone is what they sort of a lot of the people in this will pinpoint of carol was that like and don says you know his some of his lack of trust in women was that he thought all they would see him for was his money and not for who he was um and this is continuously brought up throughout um that portion of the documentary of just that like he had all this money he had it before carol carol basically came from nothing sort of a a tone in that like you know, as we progress through this, though, he is, they are amassing all these Bobcats links. They later then will go to these other auctions. They purchase a tiger um, from quite a guy. Um, and you're, it's, I will say what I found really interesting is like you're hearing the uh, story of it. And uh, one part that I was interested by was that like, the documentary really focuses on all these cat people telling a lot of what I can only amass is like hearsay, right? Like they don't really do a lot of focus on the early part of like kind of your question, right? Ultra of like how he even made his money. Like it's all just through like what people in the big cat community had talked about with them. Right. And, and what you and I are going to talk about, our stance on what we think happened and I will talk more about it there. But I just, I think some of the, they, this episode, like a criticism I have of it is that there was context that was left out purposefully. I think because they're trying to steer it in this way that makes it look like she killed him. And maybe that's a hundred percent fair. I don't have all the facts in it. Right. Um, but some of these other things, like I, I think, would be pretty easy to figure out, and we just have no information around it. Right. I mean, they're even interviewing. So, I mean, another like kind of key person in this, beyond like Don Lewis's fam, his daughter, his ex-wife, is his uh, former secretary, who can only like is basically his right-hand person of in all regards of like um and what we will find out is like that you know she was in charge of his estate and carol's estate um and um like it was like that was the part where i was like she would know more than probably anyone of like kind of speaking to like don's wealth and everything um but she i found to be like super interesting and like kind of until it comes like the investigation part like she's involved but she's not really 
a central piece and like I thought to what you're saying like someone that could have uh been used to like kind of tell us more about Don we're kind of just all getting it through like after Don meets Carol and just um and McQueen's are his uh executive assistant's name but um you know there's a lot of questions you know just around like their relationship and like all that just as far as like if if she's coming up with it seems like she knew where you know pretty much the ins and outs of Don's business and like a lot of his personal life herself well it's you mean prior to him passing away or disappearing or whatever right yeah i'm just saying like as a pinpoint of like just a person that would know where don like don's plans and like everything i think that there were i don't know i i guess what i took away uh, from the episode was that it seemed like Carol felt like she was really intertwined, but it seemed like Don clearly wanted a separation from what it seemed like he got into the cats thing and that took up a ton of Carol's time, but it seemed like he had his hands in a dozen other stuff and that he was traveling and he was going to Costa Rica once a month and yeah. he was doing all this stuff that I don't think Carol really knew what was going on with all of that. No, I didn't mean Carol. I meant his his assistant. Oh uh, yes, yes, Anne McQueen. Yes. I yes, just she was she was tied with everything. Yes, sorry. I yeah, guess. and that's where I like I did feel like the documentary could have used her more of like a credible, just like as an informational, and like you're saying some of that context. Like I don't think it was for a lack of like. Fa- I think she could have been used more in this episode to. Rather than like pulling from some of these other random big cat people, uh, we hear from. But um, yeah, I mean to position this before I like just kind of the the origin of it all. It's like yeah, so one establishment that we do have to make with this, and we kind of got it in the last episode, but it's like this episode clearly pinpoints so like Carol is not much different than Joe Exotic, and in the standpoint of. She was at one point or another involved with purchasing and, and breeding and kind of all the things that she is going against now. Now it does point out that she this is a main point of contention in her and Don's relationship. And it all begins around that Don was, as you mentioned, right, taking these trips to Costa Rica. Um where he uh, supposedly had an alleged girlfriend down there, um, and we learn about Don's, you said his coxman's past. <laughs> um, they throw out like if potentially Don was a sex addict, um, with, <laughs> and um, just kind of the dude was even when he was with his first wife. Like there was a lot of hearsay of after they were married of like talk around the talk around town ultra. Of him having illicit relationships. Um, But, like, do you think... I I guess my one question is with the, like, cat and... Kind of with this is, like... They show a video... A couple videos of home, like, of Carol training and stuff. Of, like, the ways to, um, like, raise a big cat as... Like, a wild exotic cat as a home pet. Uh, What did you think of those? I mean, 
I brought this question up last time, but more than ever, this is this is the moment I think that it's like holy shit, she did exactly um, what what Joe Exotic and some of these other breeders that she's so vastly against uh, with Big Cat Rescue, the rebranded Big Cat Rescue. Yeah. Um, well, it was what was it Wild uh, Cat Society? Or what was their old their the old name of it? I have it written in my notes here. I'm trying to get it. Wild on Easy Street. Wildlife on Easy Street. Yeah. Was the previous name, which Big Cat Rescue is so much better, if I'm being honest. I mean, it's probably a good call that she did that. But, um, no, she, uh, she, I don't know at what point, maybe it was when the, the wealth was in her name, um, that she no longer had to worry about money and maybe that, like, Something just tells me she makes this comment that it's, well, whenever he did go to Costa Rica, he loved using it as a, turning a profit by raising cubs and by breeding. And I would neuter and spade every single cat that I could while he was gone. Something tells me I don't really believe that. Um, you Obviously, uh, you see a lot of pictures of Don and maybe some, like, I can't remember now if you see some videos, but like you don't see him talking. He's obviously not giving an interview. They're not asking asking him questions. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would relinquish control over this and just like totally be cool if every time he went to Costa Rica that he could come. He came back and no longer could breed the animals that he just bought. He he seems like a the business yeah. type of type of businessman that would not exactly let that fly. And so I think it's a lie. Um, I think it's a lie. I think that at that point in time, she was 100% on board with breeding because that's the role that she played and she just wanted to have animals and be around them. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, if anything, it came from like this idea, like they said like that Carol wanted, and like the daughters of Don said this even, like she just wanted to like house and take care of it. Like I think, you know, if anything, she was probably naive and like silly in the fact of like oh well i love this one this you know it's like if you if you had the chance to every like cute dog you saw and you could just own that dog like eventually you'd be like hey you've got too many dogs to take care of like we need to figure out like something and it's like don's looking at this as a why no way we can like cope some costs and like fuel this and keep this going and it's like we we move some of them I was like, no, but not that one. And it's like, what about this one? No, you can't sell that one either. What about that? You know, he's just like, all right. Eventually, I'm just going to, I'm taking some of these cats. Um, And, like, where it really, it segues, though, is in the, this point is that, like, Don is with Costa Rica in these strips. And it, it appears that kind of two things are happening. Carol and Don's relationship is sort of splitting and they're not really seeing eye to eye um and a lot of it's around the costa rica opportunity where there isn't any cat regulations there he's kind of free to operate travel sell these cats um and it appears as what they're setting up is that don was ready to move like this entire sanctuary all these cats to costa rica Along with the fact that he is filing and setting up, he sets up a restraining order. 
he um, provides Anne McQueen with documentation of like, if I go disappearing, here's a copy of the restraining order um, request that he had filed. It was denied, so that's one portion of it. Is that so? The timeline of things is that in June he files this uh, request, and then uh, in August is when he disappears, um, and he's citing verbal threats from uh, Carol. You know, threatening that she owns a gun, that he's fearful of his life, that she's evil. Um, and he's also, you know, trying to figure out ways to, you know, there's several different people who say they heard directly from him that he was planning to leave her, divorce her, and had set up ways to do so in which he would not lose his, like, be able to recoup most of his um, wealth. But they don't really, I guess, allude to that there was any sort of, um, um, what's, now I'm blanking on the word. Prenup. There wasn't really any sort of prenup established, but that he maybe had legal precedent to be able to separate from Carol without having to lose, give up much of his finances. Um, so this was the first of several very questionable legal topics that came up during this episode. The this is the first one that's come up, um, and we're gonna. I'm sure we'll get to. The others that i had in mind but the first one that just is like crazy to me is that oh just let's run through them all so first one i'm i'm not an expert <laughs> i did not go to law school this is this is far you should from, get this is not this is not in my cue zone okay this but if someone is like has threatened your life several times like see like seriously and you you have went to the police and that they're like that should be considered you that should be an option to get a restraining order with that person it should Uh, not be you have to get like i do not think that it should be in all cases until you physically do something then you can get a restraining order. well i could say just from that sammy if you kind of flip it like there's plenty of instances that I think you even have like abuse relationship, you know, that kind of a case where um, this part's interesting. I mean, it's like there's a financial, t- you know, surviving thing. If you look at like women who are filing or trying to get separation from an abusive situations, soon, you know, kind of Carol's situation in some ways. Um, but like some of that sometimes is difficult if you have a he said, she said sort of scenario where until there's like physical proof or some sort of documentation like that you can't, you know, especially when you're married and you're still essentially living together and stuff like that. I mean, there's, there's other steps I do know, like either proof of separation already occurring so that it's not something I think, and more of, I think or less is like tied to courts protecting of like, you know, it sounds bad, but like a marital dispute that then becomes a restraining or that then they, to go through that process to then like, if it's just, you know, verbal threat, whatever, I think they're, yeah, I, I know what you mean because it's clear the guy disappeared. So like there was some valid reasons behind it. And I, I'm, I'm oversimplifying it. I just mean 
the way and it's partially i'm sure it is partially the way it's portrayed in this episode but it is portrayed as it is quickly dismissed by the police. yeah and what i'm saying is that clearly should not have been <laughs> like yeah well you, and if someone's saying they are hiding my guns and they've threatened my life twice you don't really get a feel for how seriously the police took it so that's yeah. fair but it's still a, a problem in well, oh yeah you're 100 right plus it's like they're i mean one of their bases which is tough to like def- but like people knowing don was like the fact he even went to the police and started this process like probably means it was more serious than even like this is being considered since he wasn't necessarily a big fan of the law um or like involving police in like marital matters <laughs> yeah so that's so that's one yeah two uh so later fast forward don is missing yeah it's it, it has not been it has not been um all that i don't even know if should we how, should we set up should we set up the disappearance quick and then get into this one sure so you know of the disappearance essentially how they've everyone phrases it there's Don has told many people, a few people, like, oh, I'm gonna, I've got this. If I can pull this to Costa Rica, I forget the guy's name he says it to. One of the guys helping Don manage the cats on their property was like, if I can pull this off, this is a sl- Thank you. Yeah. This is one of the slickest things I've ever done. Um, if I can pull this off. But the idea was he was planning this trip to Costa Rica, kind of a what was was described as a big move probably to move a lot of this operation these cats down to costa rica and set up shop down there um which you know probably be smart if carol's neutering all the cats and spa- you know all the cats you're trying to sell get them all out of and there if, so she can't do and it if she's and if she's spending all your money which is the other big thing yeah that and if she's that, trying to kill you yes well yes the trifecta. Yeah, the big three of, of reasons you should get away from your wife and if you're Don Lewis. Uh, so they basically they set up this way and then like it's, you know, there's an idea of that. So he's planning to leave early, as Carol says, early, early in the morning. Um, the day, you know, of his disappearance. Um, and then in which his... Um, Missing persons file is reported, but they discover his car was at the airport. But there's no flight logs. Um, and, you know, the kind of working theory is potentially he flew a plane. And, you know, we'll get into the kind of how they disprove some of this. But, like, the idea was essentially he planned this trip to Costa Rica. He's no longer there. Um, and... You know, he's maybe he's in Costa Rica. Oh, or maybe he's got dementia, disappeared somewhere, wandered off. Um, there's several theories float out there, but it's all stemming around this time in August when he is planning to basically make the move of filing for divorce from Carol and moving this cat sanctuary operation to Costa Rica, which is quickly all these different theories. Who the hell knows? But apparently, 
The planes that he owned, which he had bought several over the course of this time, Mm -hmm. also had wrecked several over the course of this time, were never under any circumstance where they were big enough that they could just fly to Costa Rica. Right. So yeah, the lawyer. I think the his lawyers like it would have taken, you know, three four stops for them. Any and anyone trying to would know like you couldn't make it in the type of type of planes at least on record that Don owned to Costa Rica in one flight. There'd be multiple refueling stops. So like the idea he just like got on a plane and left and never came back seems. I at least thought was you know debunked pretty quickly, and then even the investigator involved in this even says like they tracked down leads to try to see if there was any you know record you know any way they could track down Don Lewis's existence in Costa Rica at this time, and couldn't well, find anything. The what he says is he he goes there with another investigator, and they interview people within a town where he was known to operate in. And that they couldn't find any existence of them. So yes, they. I mean, they. It's not. So there is definitely criticism, rightfully so, that investigators did not do a ton. You mentioned the van, this this yeah. car van that was found at the airfield. Uh, even the investigator recognized. Hey, I don't. I actually don't think Don drove that here. I think someone else did. Yeah. Um, it does. There does. There's not a lot of evidence that would suggest that he's the one that drove it there. That got brought back to the zoo and left there several days before the police even, like, like wiped it for prints and, which, and actually looked into it. Which um, seemed like a wild like. That is one part. That's one part I want to get is like. So if you're going with this theory, like, one would have thought the first thing with like that approach would have been like, well, let's validate that he drove the car here. Like, let's try like yo. Know, just ensure like his DNA, you know, whatever. Like, no, we just brought it back to his property, left it with Carol. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean that that, that was that's by far the biggest mess up that's called out anyway. Um, but they, yeah, I just I'm not sure how trustworthy they are and all that. But the the investigators. Yes, it seems like that they did a pretty, pretty, pretty bad job. I mean, they oh. made the comment that they they take some aerial views, they search the zoo, they they have, but eventually they just say it's it's done. Yeah, I do wonder if they just the had only- ruled out. They just ruled out so quickly, like there's no way he left the country. That like that's why they didn't, or it was more or less they returned the car. And then, like, oh, you know, we probably should have done that. And then they kind of try to go down that theory of maybe he left the country and we can just find him. And that was kind of to, like, cover their mistake initially. Well, and this is where... So, you know, let's play this out for a second. And I, I haven't done research into this. I'm sure if I Googled for a while and tried to dig into where Don had his money and where he was making his money, maybe that would yield something. So Always follow the money, man. Let's do some wild speculation here. If Don was into some sketchy stuff, couldn't it have been someone that he was involved with that committed all this? Like, you know, I'm someone that works with Don. Don owes me money. 
I need to like Don is I think Don is going to go to Costa Rica to escape his wife. I need to take action upon Don before he does that. Boom. I'm whacking that guy. That seems Oh, like you think pop- Don was in mob mob activity? I don't know. But I, I I It's a good it's a very it's a fair point, man, cuz yeah, by not by not mapping out or like laying out kind of what Don's involved in, it uh it does leave that part open. Yeah, it's just so I personally the two people this comes up in the episode, two people that were really considered as primary suspects were Carol and Ann. Ann being his like executive assistant. And Ann was involved with everything. But Ann to me, I she just doesn't at all seem like someone that would would do it. And you her total air time in this episode is probably like three minutes. So you know, you can only go off of so much information. Who but Ann. Oh but yeah, there she's just, there was no speculation that it was her. There was none. Right. Other than the by by anyone and any of the people involved in Don's life, that that was not the issue. And you know, you would even think if Carol thought that this was if there's a lot of heat on her, um, she could easily try. Like she has argument, or like she has a different version of how Don could have died or disappeared, and never blamed or pointed out that it could have been Anne that did it. So that makes me think that like there's no way that Anne did it. Right. So that means it's either Carol or it's some random person that we probably never even see in this. And if it's a random person that we never see in this, my guess is it would be over money. Yeah. No, that's super that's super fair. I uh I guess I didn't think of like an outside party being involved with his business dealings if like something else had happened um having said that that is not what i think happened yeah just throwing it out as a a potential scenario yeah so (laughs) it kind of like so where else they cover on theories so like this idea of him him disappearing him leaving but like it pretty quickly does yeah pivot to this idea of all right, here's the reasons it couldn't have been this. Um, you know, Carol's theory of like, well, you know, why there wasn't any record of him in flight logs was, you know, he lost his license basically the day after he got it. So he was illegally flying all the time, which, gotta be honest, when you're doing illegal activity, though, it does kind of suck when the person that may have murdered you then can use that and, like, create an alibi around it. Um uh, <laughs> But there's like, yeah, ideas he got pushed off a plane, you know, all this stuff. But they kind of, you know, pretty quickly, I think, I like do rule out the you know, disappeared, flew off to Costa Rica, never to be found again. Um, but who knows? You know, maybe Don Lewis is hanging out in that same place people think like Tupac and, um, you know, same island. Those people are, um, aren't actually dead or, you know, alive hiding out somewhere. They all fake their own appear- disappearance you know, deaths. Um, but, you know, the spotlight quickly does turn to Carol. Um, and her involvement in some of her sketchy behavior around and after the death and disappearance of Don Lewis. Um, you know, first being that she's found at like 3 a.m. 
the night he disappeared, before he was reported disappearing, um, supposedly going to get um, milk for the Bobcats. Um, and this is where you reveal that her brother was a member of the police department in which where you know the county that don that her and don lived and you know who was investigating the report so that part you know is definitely where some of this you know you look at of like we mentioned with the returning the car and stuff like there seemed to be a lot of oversight done just because she was her brother was in the police department which annie and they ask Anne the question about this, and she calls out that, well, Carol brings this up too. Six years apart, Carol was 15 when she left, uh, was essentially kicked out of the house. Her brother would have been nine. She doesn't really see him again until decades later. Anne didn't think that there was any collusion there. They weren't close. I personally did not buy this. I didn't think this really played into it. See, I I went more on this just from the standpoint of like the people investigating this and just being like being cautious in whichever way of like knowing that this that she was related to a police officer and maybe like overlooking certain aspects of it because of that relationship. Whether or not, yeah, like they said that it's directly tied to like her brother trying to cover it up. I don't necessarily know if I got that like you're saying, but like I do think some of the missteps in this, I don't think it can be ignored that had to have been involved with the fact that like her brother was in the police department. Oh, it's sketchy. Don't get me wrong. Very sketchy. Yes. Um, so as we're in like, so this is something that like happens a little bit, but like I think also kind of gets swept in there as a suggestion. It's just like, so Carol's like family kind of is just like, unclearance but like they're just kind of brought in like they're just like kind of all of a sudden like the carol and her family have just taken over don's everything very quickly but like in some ways it seems like her parents were living or like her like she had kind of moved her family in already well so um, before we, before we jump into that you said you know here are all the different options essentially could happen so you covered so carol could have did i miss in one a, in, a, in a multitude of different ways you we kind of gloss over this one but that she claims that he may, be, stemming from a crash, one of the crashes he had, may have developed dementia or Alzheimer's. Oh, yes. And thus yeah. has, has, is like not understandable and could have been lost or could yeah. have flown and that could be the result of him crashing again or something like that. So it's either he went to Costa Rica and got lost there, someone else killed him, Carol killed him. Or he's dement he has a serious case of dementia or Alzheimer's and he's in God knows where. Or could have gotten himself into some trouble stemming from that and now we have no idea where he is. That's yeah, that's a fair fair one. I did kind of we did kind of move over that. And that part though, like his lawyer, a lot of people say like there was no like he was of sound mind, you know, up until his disappearance. There was no indication a lot of his daughters, like a lot of people indicated that he was, had any bit of this, but that like a lot of that was being woven by Carol within like and around, it seemed like everyone that was like helping them with the big cat operation. Right. Um, 
so yeah, so we then position it though to this area of her family being involved and um, kind of, you know, the part I was going to is then there's this moment where they like essentially raid Don's office and um, Anne McQueen's like notified and from like the security alarm tripping, but they're basically, they removed several documents from Don's uh, office including the restraining order that he had given Anne and their power of attorney um, and wills that both had named Anne. Um, And those quickly disappear taken. There's really nothing that they can do to stop Carol at that point from doing it. But her and her father do remove a lot of documents involving you know her and Don and anything that Don had stored there. Um, pretty gangster on Carol's part, I gotta say. Just like, <laughs> you know, move move all that stuff. Um, which, like, you know, you could make the argument, yeah, if something has happened, oh, I know Don had, you know, all this stuff there. Um, you know, we need to get this in case, you know, he's not found to have all this and you know just to see you know matters of affair of estates but what Anne says is that she was named power of attorney for both of their estates and in the documents presented to the court um and kind of what happens is it was it five years after they needed to wait before they could pronounce him dead yeah, so if you're disappeared, if you there's a disappearance case, right. you're not allowed to take a hold of their assets until five years after that disappearance was reported. Carol waits five years and one day. Right. But the other part of this is that the documents that Carol presents is that one of the things that says on the documents is that in Don Lewis's supposed signature was upon my disappearance and they delve into a big portion of that uh, of um, kind of like the oddity behind that sort of documentation. So the the two biggest things so the one of the biggest things that and like I feel like the biggest internet takeaway from this entire documentary is that Carol the thought that Carol Baskin killed her husband. And I there's a lot of this that like I can tiptoe around or there's a lot of this that I can Yeah, this I is all alleged. There's I'll a just... lot of stuff that I can point to that I'm like, look, if we would have gotten a different if we could have gotten more here or there, I think it would have I I think it would have taken us in the other direction. But instead they didn't because, you know, I don't think that the I don't think that the way that this was made, I think they knew that this was what they were trying, the message they were trying to give in episode three. There's a reason why they had an entire episode dedicated to this. This could have been another side storyline in another episode, but no, it was its own. There's a reason why that they're trying to paint this picture of Carol. But the two things that really incriminated her to me here is A, the point that I just brought up a few minutes ago about her claiming that he might have dementia or Alzheimer's when people close to him, his lawyer 
and other people they worked with, I forget the other guy's name that, that made the comment in this episode, they immediately, no way, do not believe that. Don was sharp. He was all there. He knew yeah. what was going His on. other uh, like business partner, like not, but like guy that was kind of involved with him. Yeah. Um, they they squashed that immediately and and so I I that immediately was that made me think okay, well that's really sketchy that Carol would say that. And then B this. Her going and just completely stampeding and taking over everything that he owned and everything that he had built very pretty quickly after he was disappeared had disappeared and she didn't even know he died. That just shows that she does not she's not missing her husband. Like she, she is trying to unfreeze his assets and start taking advantage of what of the wealth that he has, and that is sketchy. Yeah, (laughs) so it's tough to overlook that. So one fact I kind of wanted to bring up around this too is that like, so Robert Moore, who kind of shared some of like what he has been like covering and, and stuff on this, but some of what he shared. So he actually posted on Twitter. Uh, picture of the restraining order filed that, that Don filed against Carol and the signature that was presented on the power of attorney and they clearly don't match one is like a full out signature of like Don Lewis's Jack Donald Lewis like all written out signed by his lawyer um, and like clearly his signature um, and then there's another one where it just says, um, you know, for his, um, power of attorney, it just goes Don Lewis and the two signatures look nothing alike. Um, and, um, you know, so they, he asked Carol about this and, um, That uh, she goes and go. Um, so valid. I'm just I'm looking at the legal the documents again. So like he just writes out Don Lewis and then she writes you know Donald Josh you know his full name everything. And when he asked her about this, she goes when I asked Carol about this, all she said is he could barely read or write anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite a line by Carol. Um, And, yeah, so, I mean, (laughs) she's, like, does not look, at least from that, and, yeah, like I said, following the day after, or the the one day removed, and then they do talk some about, like, how she even handled, like, his estate and the things that were left to her versus her kids, or his kids, I mean, and um, essentially leaving, like, she took a lot of the major thing, assets and acquisitions and, like, kind of breadcrumbs were left for her, for his daughters and, and mother. And, like, they financially weren't really properly compensated, you know, distributed to based on, like, what a lot of people's understanding of the will was. Um, so, overall, though, like... It does not pin it. A lot of it, yeah. Once you get in that portion of it, like the after the fact, like whether or not Carol did it, um, she definitely doesn't act like someone that was still holding out hope that her husband was alive. 
yeah, and that's so. Maybe we should just start leading into what you and I think about this because, I, the thing is, is that you're right, and, um, but <laughs> there are are logical reasons why. I mean, they they clearly fought. They had issues with their marriage. Don was telling friends he was going to leave her, going to divorce her. He went to the police and fi- and tried to re- file a restraining order on her. She had threatened to kill him multiple times. Like, they are not all good. So the thought that she would not be super thrilled with Don at that point in their, in their marriage, even if he disappeared and or died, is, a, I mean, it's... I don't know. This Don guy, I don't think he was a great guy. I mean, like, one thing that I really <laughs> talked about is that, so, well, I called him a coxman. He slept around on his first wife, and by by the way that people described him in episode three of this documentary, he was all, he was kind of a sexaholic. He was trying to get yeah, problem pussy. Any, any way that he could. And so is it possible that that's an issue with Carol? Had, like what yeah. other issues in their marriage there could have been like i just think that there are some examples that are pointed out time and time again in this doc in this episode and um like they of course you're not going to get a lot of positive things about carol from the wife that he left to go with carol and her two daughters of course, they are yeah, not going to have very positive things to say. If Carol is getting a majority of what comes through the will, of course they're not going to feel very good about Carol and think very highly of her. So, like, I, I hold less weight there in all yeah, of this. Yeah, they're just... I, I think everyone, though, that, like, has an opinion or, like, maybe a little bit more informed and maybe, you know, in some ways maybe less biased, none of them can outright say that she they don't think, you know, everyone just kind of, you know, leaves, presents a lot of facts and then just backs away after that point. Um, and his lawyer, his lawyer admits, I think that someone killed him. Yeah. And then the follow-up question, who? I won't go there. Yeah. Right. Um, so one other kind of fact of this that I wanted to bring up is so after Don Lewis vanished, uh, Carol, and, and this is in between the time that Carol that Don vanished and before she met Howard, which I still have some things to get into about Howard. Um, I don't know if we do them oh. this episode, Howard but I got some more thoughts on Howard. We might have to have. We might have to set aside twenty minutes for hours. <laughs> yeah, we might need to just do maybe in the back half of some of these other episodes. Um, so, but Carol dated this guy named Jay Backel, and in two thousand two, Jay filed a restraining order against Carol, which includes some bizarre and suspicious details regarding Don's disappearance. Ultra. Oh. Uh, okay. So, on the phone, and at home. Uh, is what um so said told me she will kick me out of there whatever it takes i honestly fear i am in danger of death or serious bodily injury because her prior husband is missing and um presumed dead one day she said to me 
When I asked her what happened if your husband shows up now, her response was, "Dead, buddy. Can cannot talk." Her former husband's daughter told me. <laughs> yeah, see, this is. I mean, this is all in handwriting that I'm trying to read from. This is from a report. Told me, uh, she's dangerous and watch my back. Respondents carried uh, guns in. Oh my god, this is terrible handwriting. Guns and always had oh always uh carries guns loaded, always had one in her truck in her residence. She said she wasn't a suspect. Or she said she was a suspect in her husband's disappearance recently, three, four days ago. She told me human bones were found near Lazy Day RV Center. She said she hopes it's not on her uh, property or she will be in deep shit. <laughs> so Carol may have... So so this is where I... And like after seeing this, I did kind of take some of this. Is like I think Don is somewhere buried around their property. I could definitely see that like... So they surveyed his, their land and stuff. But kind of off that like... You know, it would be kind of smart if you're like, well, I'm going to get rid of him and dump his body. We found all his land, but, like, he can't, the body can't be on my property. But, you know, maybe I take five, seven, eight, you know, feet outside my property and lay it around there in a neighboring thing. You know, probably not an initial police investigation, especially when we see how they handle this. But, um, you know, maybe if we just move it outside of my property a little bit, uh, you know, no one's going to stumble upon it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm trying to comprehend this in the moment. I mean, yeah. that's, again, if you're a boyfriend that no longer feels very good about your ex-girlfriend, Carol Baskin, and you knew that she had been accused of this thing, is it outlandish to think that, also, if you're the type it's, of person that would that you that would date Carol Baskin in the first place, you're probably a crazy person. So you start or, out as a crazy or person, then you or Howard, who, yeah, again, no, to save Howard, we'll to, we're gonna dive into that later. Howard, um, we got you're getting yours later. Uh, you're probably crazy to begin with. You start dating Carol, you don't like her because she's threatened you, or she's crazy, or you break up for one reason or another. Is it crazy to think that you would use the fact she had previously been accused of murder? against her no argument uh, like that's the argument against it then again maybe she said that shit and she's guilty you know i i don't know <laughs> i could i see both sides of this but i uh, think it's time i don't know i want to hear what you think no that's so that's kind of where my theory is i think that i do think in in some allegedly uh you know <laughs> had something to do with her husband's death um maybe she hired someone as you're alluding to maybe it wasn't directly carol or you know well, I you're saying there sh- that joe exotic was not the only could be in the south that was accused for murder for hire yeah right maybe not maybe i mean maybe she game recognized game on that end of it um 
Anyway, I do think she had an involvement in his murder or disappearance. I don't think Don just dis. I think Carol knows where Don is, what happened to Don in some capacity or another. Um, okay. Now, Ultra, I want to get in the Joe Exotic's involvement in this episode and like some of the stuff he's done. I, I think before we we do that though. I think it would be appropriate that there were some ex- other experts um, that weighed in on this issue. Um, and I think it's important that our listeners get to hear from them. Uh, so we're going to play a little clip here of one of those experts. Uh, man, many uh, are probably are familiar with. Uh, one O.J. Simpson. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. I just got back from the golf course where I actually played pretty well. Uh, now it's back at home, back to the couch, and back to television. Listen, I've had so many people on my case asking me to watch some show called Tiger King. Well, yesterday I watched this show, and oh my God, is America in this bad a shape? I watched about six episodes of this show, and I couldn't even believe what I was looking at. White people! What's with you and wild animals? Leave them animals alone! (laughs) The show is crazy, but it's so crazy you kind of keep watching. One thing I will say, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that that lady's husband is uh, Tiger Shushimi right now. I'm just saying (laughs) Take care, and I hope you find something better to watch. So, I mean, if if OJ thinks Carol did it, I mean, it's when I said game, recognized game, another person. Um, yeah, takes one to know one, I guess, right? Uh, oh, my God. He, uh, there's, there's, I've listened to that OJ, I mean, the Levitar show, I was playing it a bunch, too, and it's so, like, the the part where he's, like, he says the thing about white people. It's like white people. What you doing? Leave those leave those animals alone. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought that was <laughs> just. I, uh... <laughs> I was I, hilarious. I don't. I really don't have any words. Uh, so OJ's weighed in. We've weighed in. But you know, Joe Exotic himself has a lot to weigh in, and throughout this episode, has a lot to do with. Um, kind of as they unravel the story he speaks to a lot of like you know that carol has his money um and he himself kind of did his own little mini pod on uh, pods on this himself is like on his show he and they don't really validate if this is true or not but like he claims to have had carol's diary and is recounting a lot of like entries that carol's writing in there about her and don and no one disputes that it's hers, um, but like I don't know if anyone validates that it was hers either. Right. Um, he, I do like one part where like <laughs> they show the clip of him and he's like reading from it, and then goes like, "Ah, oh, but you know, I don't want to bore you with the details about how they they bought all, how they were buying, selling, breeding cats, how they bought tigers, sold them." Uh, he's like, I don't want to bore you with any of those details. But glosses it over in such a. I just did like kind of a chef kiss, like Ah, Joe, you're that's beautiful. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I don't want to bore you with all the details. Why Carol's a hypocrite? 
I thought it was a master. I thought it was a master uh, burn by Joe on that, but not his best of this episode. All right. Um. So I mentioned before the moment then this turned for me, and I was all in on this. And for me, at least, I don't know about you, Ultra. And it's the reason I put the song at the beginning of these two episodes. But the Here Kitty Kitty music video, which Joe Exotic made, which is an entire song accusing Carol of the murder and disappearance of her husband. Maybe one of the greatest diss tracks of all time. In and of itself. But the standalone moment... And key part of this is the music video, which you've not seen all of, even better than the snippets that they show in the documentary. But the simple fact that Joe Exotic somehow in Oklahoma, wherever he found the person that he did end up casting in the music video to play Carol is the closest. I mean, when I was watching it, I did a quadruple take. I paused it. I re... The person that he has playing Carol in this, I damn near thought it was her for half a second. Like, it is unbelievable. We've touched on half a dozen things that should have been included in this episode that were not. This is number one. It's not even close. How did he find such a good impersonator or Mm -hmm. body double or whatever you want to call it? It's the, it, it is amazing. And I don't know how they, I don't know how. They did it. I don't know how they did it. It is the best real-life doppelganger I've ever seen. The next closest one I've ever gotten is a friend of ours, Nick. Um, We had another friend find, was traveling, and found a Russian version of him. (laughs) It's the only other time in the history where I've actually had to do like a triple take to be like, is that actually the same person? I love how this is now that we're two for two on Lion King episodes where we reference our friends that no one listens to. Lion King? (laughs) Well, no, I called out Pat Bradley in the last one. No one's going to know what the hell we're talking about. Unless they know these people, they're friends with us, and they know, you know, it's probably these portion of our listeners. But anyway. Joe Joe Mandy did a pod with Zach Lowe a few years ago where they were talking about 1% one percenters because he writes for the good place and he's like yeah, yeah. every once in a while you throw in a one percenter a joke that only one percent of people are gonna get yeah. and there we go that's our version of that but that is the only that was immediately the only like of ranking of like personal experiences with doppelgangers like that that the carol one is the king of all kings of this though like because i legitimately stopped the the episode and still, when I watch it, I'm not 100% sure, like... And I even thought even better would have been, like, if if Carol had a sister and, like, they had a terrible falling out and, like, Joe got her cast as it. Like, I was like, who, Carol's, like, actually a twin and he got her twin to, like, play. I was like, they, yeah, like you said, they don't talk about it at all other than this, like, the... It's just pure art. So, the... the um, music video is incredible and it's so good just go watch it on YouTube the the other thing that I want to call about Joe Exotic because by and large it is the episode in which he is featured the least there yeah. is a, an absolute 
it's hilarious because he is obviously the one that's blowing this out of proportion and accusing Carol of murdering mm. her husband, specifically feeding her to her cats and portraying that yeah. in the music video. But he also makes the comment later that a separate theory is could she have killed him and buried him underneath the septic tank? But Joe is clearly just like this is just another ang- like Carol Baskin in infused anger tantrum of his he's just he will grasp at anything that could possibly be tied to carol in a negative way and so it's oh he she she definitely fed him to her her tigers i'm literally i'm literally gonna make a music video about it but he also says i guarantee if you dig underneath the septic tank you'll find his body (laughs) (laughs) which which i'm not calling this out as like a criticism i'm calling this out just because i thought it was hilarious that Joe, you don't even know. You just want this to be true. Oh no, he. I mean, he's using it as his central argument to like discredit her. Is like, well, she killed her husband. Like, I'm not that bad of a guy. She killed her husband. Right. Um, yeah, he is like, and this I will say like too, like that moment with the music. It's all I like. I was like, I want to do a pot on this, or like this thing is amazing just from that. No, I think. We get in the next episode and stuff. Like, there's some real good things just in there of, like, I think things that even we've come up with as we've done just a regular pod and, like, our shout-outs and stuff of just, like, maybe more my speed of, like, definitely stuff that I'd be, like, all about. <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> just dirt, juicy gossip, like, just more conspiracies, all that stuff. But, like... And this one's pretty much, like, in some ways a conspiracy, but, like, there isn't much proven. I was really waiting for the flip side of, like, the argument of why Carol couldn't have murdered her husband or been a part of his disappearance. Yeah. And this thing just really, doesn't do they don't it. really try to shy away from that. So I didn't really get to, to – I'm not going to take a – if you want me to, I will. <laughs> I don't really have – like, I don't – I have no idea, right, exactly what happened here. What I will say – is that it seems to me it's just as likely that he bought a bigger plane and flew it to Costa Rica and took money with him and is hiding out somewhere where the investigators did not look and he's wow. been there ever since. I think, I think if anything, I think it's like... just. I think it is just as likely. You said it yourself. If this guy, so he has somewhere between five and twenty million dollars. Yeah, but you'd be able to follow the money. Most likely between five and seven. A lot of the money is cash. True, it's a good and counter. With that amount of money, I do. I think it's possible you could find a way to launder it. Who knows? I'm just saying. I think that you could, he could have gone down to Costa Rica, and had enough money to live down there for a long time. And he was pretty. He was older to begin with, like. He was a, he could have changed, he could have had a fake identity down there so easily. He went down there all yeah. the time. He was well connected. He had a ton of money. I just don't think it would have been that hard to just disappear off the face of the earth if he wanted to. And some right. of the comments that his friends called out is, if I pull this off, it's gonna be the slickest thing ever. Uh, you know, maybe maybe what he was talking about is moving the entire sanctuary down there. Another version of it is maybe he's just disappearing. Yeah, I just think, like, with how many connect ties he had, like, with his daughters, I mean, like, just to kind of... But he had disowned his his family. 
Maybe yeah, I know. Like, and, like, maybe he thought, like, well, I can disappear, and I've got Anne, she'll oversee everything, make sure Carol doesn't get anything. Like, maybe he he found, but, like, I feel like, I mean, they got internet in Costa Rica, especially even after this, I feel like, you know, <laughs> Grant Don's maybe no longer with us now, just off of, you know, natural causes, sure. But, like, I feel like, the notoriety of this. If Don was really hiding, I feel like someone would say something. If but the if if been... he really despised this woman that much, and I just really don't buy the simple fact that like if he was still out there, that like Carol would not be for how she operates as a person. Like she wouldn't be finding him herself. Like why would she want to? To make sure he doesn't come back. To make sure, like, he like he is in whichever which way. If she was involved in it or not, whatever. Like, he's but a liability to her. I don't think that's necessary. I think that if, if she thinks either A, I, I mean, if he all of a sudden disappears and she doesn't know where he is, I don't think he's a liability. I think that's the best case scenario for her. Like, yeah, you he ultimately, can- you don't know how much money he kept. But let's kept in the states. But let's say he took half of his wealth there and left the other half home. Then, but it didn't seem like he wanted to leave Carol with that half. No, he doesn't. But he's married to her. I don't think she's willing to divorce him because then all of a sudden, okay, there goes her paycheck. There goes her funds to actually to access and afford having cats. She refuses to divorce him. He has to stay with her. What's my only option here? Okay, I have to bail and do i want to give him my money no but then i can live in costa rica and be 100 percent free of this woman and just like go be a bachelor down there i don't i think it's just as likely as carol killing him i my one whole thing is like if carol was you can go many and like even how they like present it or whatever but like even when you go to, like, the case of, like, making a murderer. Like, some of these other docus... I mean, granted, this isn't about a murder, you know, kind of thing. It just has it in it, but, like... <laughs> That's what makes it so great. <laughs> this, like, true crime thing of this, like, even if they devote it all... Like, I mean, there just isn't... Um, there's not enough in there to necessarily, in my opinion, like... She's not doing enough on her end to, like really try to clear her name if this is being floated out there whatever now she could just think all these people are below her or whatever but like um well but you got to remember this is we're decades removed from this actually happening when she's now talking about it so it's um, not like she's yeah it's, the wound is not going to be as fresh you see some video footage of various news uh programs interviewing her talking to her in response to her her husband being disappeared and then presumed dead um but you don't really get that much of it you you get the carol baskin that is now so long removed from it and remarried and completely having moved past it maybe maybe i mean and look, I look, I recognize she But even someone else could have killed him. I'm just saying that is a version of this that I think is very plausible. 
Wow. I didn't know you'd be siding with Carol so much. It's not so much with Carol. <laughs> I mean, again, the two pieces that po- that really freak, freak me out still and make me... I think Carol is insane. I think that there's something <laughs> within that woman that is completely crazy. I think she's capable of murder. You do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I mean it needs not validating. Accounts, it's it's, it's, it's definitely not validating her <laughs> of murdering it, but like it seems like Don backed her into a corner, in my opinion. And like maybe he presented to her like I'm leaving you, I'm moving to Costa Rica, I'm gonna file for a divorce. You're not gonna get anything because of this, 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 and whatever. And like having like just like her kind of history of like her backstory and like the trauma I alluded to at the beginning. It's like. You know, maybe, you know, just from that standpoint of, like, I literally came from nothing. I've been through this, this, all of these, like, traumatic, awful things. I finally, like, made something. Like, I've got something I'm invested in, involved in emotionally. Like, you know, this guy, and now it's, like, going to be taken away from me. Like, and I might be back, you know, on the streets, kind of, you know, for lack of a better term. Like, just for the, you know, from a metaphor standpoint, like, yeah, I mean, right. It seems perfectly reasonable in my mind that she would, that a person in that scenario would kill to like prevent that from occurring. Right, and I'm not arguing against that either. I think they are equal. I just think the way it's portrayed is she did this, and it, it by by odds odds are that is what happened. But this guy is rich, has an established location where he has been. And maybe it's not even in Costa Rica. Maybe it's somewhere completely off the map. He has the ability to fly, and he's the the funds to purchase a plane capable of flying that far. And the Carol thing actually is not confirmed by anyone else, but if what she says is true, that he was flying illegally and was not logging it because he lost his license, those things but add up to someone with the ability to disappear maybe. really quickly. And that's a very that's a very convenient convenient detail that Carol slips in there. So maybe well, it's bullshit. I'm just saying that yeah. if that is true, which no one disputes. Well, I, I do I wonder, see. well, even if he was doing that practice and maybe he found a flight and, you know, purchased a plane illegally, some of like that stuff, like sketchy stuff, you were saying, like, I could maybe buy myself into that. But then I think, you know, potentially him flying at that altitude or doing an uncharted flight, something like that, like, the plane didn't make it to Costa Rica. I don't think Don's in Costa Rica. I, you know, if, if anything, I could, I could, if there was more investigating involved in like the plane angle of it and potentially of having like the plane crashed in the sea, maybe got lost in Bermuda Triangle, you know, who knows? Uh, like I could be maybe convinced down that path that like him not being a good pilot and like the plane crashing. And Carol uh, being in a position of like, Oof, uh, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, and I, that's that's possible too. I just yeah, like, it, well, I, we didn't get a ton of details about what this investigation looked like in Costa Rica. No. My only point is, like, Costa Rica, it's not like it is one city. Period can't be anywhere else. The way it made it sound is like they went and checked out the place that he was rumored to spend time, that they knew yeah. that he spent time, 
and they asked around, there was nothing, and then they left, and that's been yeah. really it. But if that's the case, then come on, the guy could have went somewhere else, lied low for a while until this blew over, and then just <laughs> hunker down there later. Like that, that's he has enough money that he could have done any of that. Could Maybe, any of that. yeah. Anyway, yeah. The, yeah, that's 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 the thought. But all in all, I, this episode was. Really, like, the way that episode two ended and going into this one was like, holy shit, yeah. no way. Um, what a great turn during this doc, and um, episode yeah. episode three is a great one. Yeah, it is. And I think this one, especially this from two, to, like you said, oh, kind of going into the rest of these. Reopened. The case is being reopened. Oh, really? Yeah. Fives. Good for... Netflix is going to just, you know... Bring to justice to those who need it. Bring justice to one true crime series at a time. Um, no, I will say like kind of how this stuff like it rolls out after. If you've gotten through this point of the series, like if you're kind of going through your rewatching, if you're watch not rewatch, if you are watching it or have watched it, like I, I think what can be said for a lot of people's experiences potentially. And that's completely globalizing based on my experience. But it was like, I think as each of these episodes kind of roll out from this point forward, see what I did there? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, you do see like this, the kind of beauty of this documentary series is that they do end every episode going forward with like something that makes you want to watch the next one. And like, is why I finished it in like 18 hours, I feel like after it came out and just like consumed this so fast and was like captivated by it. Um, they do a really good job of those endings. Yeah. So, um, ultra last thoughts, defending Carol Baskin innocence. Cause listen, man, uh, I'm not going again. If OJ said she did it, I kind of think I got to side with OJ. And that's a fair point. I only time in history. You want to side with OJ. <laughs> Um, you might know what they do. <laughs> I I want OJ to write a if Carol had done it book. <laughs> there are people that were involved in Don's life prior to him being with Carol that were essentially set up in a scenario in which it would be almost impossible for them not to dislike Carol. So then for this to happen under the circumstances it did it and for it to very much so look like she was involved and that Don was not happy with things. It's a situation that makes it look like Carol is, is guilty. And your point's a good one. Carol's, if, if they, Don was truly being honest with her about wanting to get a divorce, I'm, she would have been freaked out that her quality of life and her involvement with big cats was, was coming to an end. And so she could have been desperate to do something. I just think that is a that is a definite possibility. Don vanishing, Gonzo, that's possible too. And I I think um there are a zillion other things that could have happened too. Um Carol could have done it. <laughs> I mean I think Carol could have done it too. She could have done it. I think when I say it could have, if I could prove it, I think she did it. But I don't know, all alleged, all alleged, everything we're doing, 
just I recapping, get sharing our opinions. We're not legal experts. We don't know. Yes. You know, just speculating. The, pri- the primary thing to take away from this episode, we are not legal experts. Yes. <laughs> Precisely. All right. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the recap. Um, and we are going to break down episode four um, coming up here soon. So until then, um, you know, catch up, watch, subscribe, rate, review. Um, if you got any questions for us, you know, feel free to tweet at us, email us. You know all the credentials. Ultra may be a runs through. Uh, you know, at the point forward NBA at gmail.com. on Twitter. Either me, Foolish Killer, or the Point Forward. Tell all the hunters to lay down their guns. Tell them that the tiger needs a little bit of love. Let them run the jungle. Let them roam their land. Then stand back and marvel what a beautiful cat. Cause I saw a tiger.